Alright everybody, normally we would scream this intro, but we got a new mic, so I think that's the end of the, uh, yeah. the screaming the intro, unless you guys really want to go to the hospital for a bone eardrum. <laughs> but anyways, I'm Kyle, welcome back to your weekly episode of the Buckbuster Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything hockey. These are my co-hosts. How's it going, guys? I am a figment of your imagination. <laughs> What's going on, guys? The inner machinations of my mind are an enigma. Copyright in the first 30 see, seconds. Then you just oh. see the milk. <laughs> Copyright in the first 30 seconds. Let's yep. go. All right. So, starting off, how do you guys like the new mic? It's nice. It's, like We've, it's we've been nice. screwing around with the uh, the audio here, and uh, I think we got it to where we like it. We have it set up a good distance away from us, and it's, it's, yeah. still, it's still peaking. So yeah, it's, 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 a, it's not going to be, hopefully not going to be as ear rapey as our last mic. Well, it's going to be at least, what, four feet from Ethan and I? If at least, yeah. Probably. It's a good, yeah. I'd say it's picking up myself, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we can actually hear Jeffy, so in the it only took us about... Oh, I don't know. 80-something episodes now? Three, some, three, halfway through three, <laughs> three yeah. seasons. Because we've always had to keep the mic closer to me. Yeah. And it's still struggling. It still picked up Bubba's loud ass better than Jeffy. All right. Am I wrong? Well, no. We could set, we, we <laughs> could set the mic up on the other side of the studio and still pick up Bubba's ass. <laughs> okay. We are Specifically all... his ass. <laughs> We are all loud. In Dude, this this, this mic, this mic could pick up an ant's fart. Like honestly. <laughs> oh, this ma- this mic could pick up a mouse queef from a hundred yards. Like I'm, I'm a hundred percent certain this mic can pick up a mouse queef at a hundred yards. So yeah, we did some. The Buck Pushers as a whole did some Black Friday shopping and. Bubba was able to, to find this beauty, beauty was, of a Yeti mic. So I was able to find a Yeti mic, and it was actually. I saw it, and it was on Black Friday sale, and I messaged the guys. I'm like, hey, what do you think? Literally 20 seconds later, I got three yeses right in a row. No problem. It was yes, yes, yes. And just for legal reasons, we are not sponsored by Blue Yeti. We are not sponsored by Blue Microphones. If you would like to, we would be opposed to it. Yeah, absolutely. But... Just, this is just like an, an honest, like we're not being paid to say this, but it's just an honest reveal. Like this is an insane, it is. insane It's mic. really nice. And I, and I have to say, like when I first bought it, it was a black and to, Friday. To a normal, like an actual like professional, they might be like, oh, this is okay. But like just compared to us, it's a good starter you know, mic. It's yes. an amazing starter mic. Compared to what, compared we, to what were. we were using, where we literally yeah. had to all pretty much be mouth-fucking the thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, when I first bought it, the minute I saw it was on Black Friday sale, I took a screenshot and I messaged it in our private group chat. I'm like, hey, boys, what do you think? Within 30 seconds, I got three yeses. They're like, Bobo, buy it or I'm going to kill you. And I'm like... I wouldn't say it was that far. It was like, dude, like, buy this Snag shit. Because this, this is like a $200 microphone. Honestly, when, at least on Amazon, and we're not sponsored by Amazon either. But if you want to. But if you want <laughs> When it was on Amazon, originally it was listing at 170. I bought I bought our brand new Blue Yeti mic for 65. Yeah, 70 bucks. Yeah, let's go. It was a big Black Friday sale, and I'm like, I gotta buy it. And then I kind of surprised the guys. After they said yes, I surprised them, and I'm like, Yeah, I bought it. They're like, Wait, huh? Yeah. So. Yeah. Going on to the hockey stuff, because that's what we're known for. All right. Is it? <laughs> Ethan? Shush. I said, might as well start it off with the 
stuff going on in the minor leagues. Starting with the OHL, um, the Niagara Ice Dogs have named a new, brand new coach um, in Ryan Kubera. He's the first Asian um, for, play, um, head coach in the OHL and was a former head coach for the ECHL affiliate team with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, head the Bears. The Wheeling Nailers. Wheeling Nailers. Well, for a brief, short period of time. Well, can I, I know. I think the Bears are AHL. Hershey. AHL of, AH of the Capitals. Is it of yeah. the Capitals? Okay. Yep. So can I ask you a question? No. Do you think with the new Asian head coach of the ECHL. It's OHL. Or OHL. Do you think that... He was a former... Do you think that might spark more overseas friends to say, oh, if he can do it, I can do it. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Honestly, he had a short period of time in the NHL. He was drafted by Montreal in the the 90s. Oh, really? But he spent most of his career in the hockey league in Japan and that. Well, still, it's one of those things where if you can say, oh, if if he from Japan can do it, why can't I? Now, this might be a big boundary step for the NHL. I think so, yeah. I mean, it it can definitely, be a, for sure. Yeah, it can be a huge Well, one. and I think we actually commented on something like that last week where we were saying, like, you know, we're seeing a lot of women getting into the NHL, and now we're seeing race is getting into the NHL. I mean, obviously, we've had our fair share. Of I mean, look at Jason Robertson. He's, what, the first, first Filipino player to score this many goals as fast as he has. He has 21 goals already. Honestly, yeah. he's, he's Filipino? Al- he's Filipino. Yes. They he's say he's, he's already a contender for the heart. The heart. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's already this year. There's already rumors. Why well, did I not know that he was a, Filipino? Is he, is he, is he's the first Filipino-born yeah. NHLer? Yeah. Yep. yeah. And there's already rumors going around, like, the Instagram page I follow, NHL Discussion. There's already rumors going around that Instagram page that are saying he is the next McDavid. Mm. There's a bunch of rumors. I don't know if I believe that. There's a bunch of people saying. This is also bubble talking, so. But well, we know Bubble likes no, to stretch not. the He's truth a good a player, bit. but I yeah. don't. I mean, he's yeah, no disrespect to Robinson whatsoever. No. He's a great player, I know, especially so far what he's what he's doing this year up in Dallas. Yeah. You know, or down in Dallas, I guess. For Do us, you but. think he could ever meet McDavid's numbers? No. Eh, I'd say give it time. Um, I wouldn't say. I'd give him probably I don't know, the ten years in the league, ten maybe twelve years in the league, and he might come close. I, I could definitely compare him to maybe like a, like a David Pasternak or something. Yeah. Like, okay. When it comes to like point production, like a Steven Stamkos and David Pasternak. Is he That's actually a, a really other, really yeah. good. Is he gonna be at least that a ninety is. point goal score or point scorer in ninety? The, not, yeah, eighty five by yeah. eighty five ninety at least point per yeah, game. Even if he's compared to Pasta, yeah, point per game. I'm, I'm to say that. Yeah. If he, <laughs> even if he's compared to someone like Pasta, that's a huge accomplishment oh, yeah, for sure. Especially as young as he is. How, too. I think how he's old pretty is young he's, too. he was a rookie in what the short COVID year? I believe. Yes. The first show. So he's twenty. Uh, so it's only his five? fourth season. So if I have to guess, Jason he's Robertson. Twenty-five. Twenty-six. If I have to guess, he's no older than twenty-five. It's twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah. yeah. He's he a baby. So. Um, and then kind of going over to Saginaw, there was a big trade between them and the Barry Colts. Um, Barry, the Saginaw Spirit get Hunter Hyatt from Barry as. While Barry receives multiple draft picks, their 2024 second round draft from that region was North Bay's. 
2025 second round pick from Saginaw, their 2025 third round, and their 2026 second round, as well as their 2026 from, that was originally Kingston's. So Barry Colts in the next few years might be one of those top OHL teams where they have all these great draft picks. Mm-hmm. Because so obviously, like, a lot of, like, teams now we're seeing, like, Sag, like, currently Sagna is currently sitting in second, thir- like, second. Hey, compared uh, to last year, they're kicking ass. Yeah. So. yeah. And obviously they... They, they, were, they were below Erie last year. They were 10th in the 10th in the West. And obviously yeah. their rookie, their current rookie, the first round draft pick they got, Michael Misa, he's been killing oh, yeah. it over there he's in Sagna. He's insane right now. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. He's really what are I, If you don't have him, you know, don't worry about it, but you know any of his, like, recent stats... If they could he's be on currently, he's been like on a like fifteen. He's been on a fifteen point at least in the last ten games. He's had at least fifteen points. Yeah, he's wow. been damn. Yeah, and that's from an OHLer. Yeah, that's impressive. And he, and he just just like McDavid, he was honorary honored to be drafted at fifteen. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Just this year's like obviously they it was between him or Malcolm Spence, which. Otters end up picking Spence. Yeah. But, like... Which, I will say, is a really great, great... He's so fast. Oh, my is. God. He is Did you see the, the speed... Uh, who our second line was tonight? The speedsters? Um, it was what? Kerry Terrance. Kerry, Brett, and... Um, um, Malcolm. Malcolm Spence. Wow. Ooh. Dude, that, that is Because with, with the absolute so horseshit of Liam Guimartin being suspended we for 10 so games. Was what was... Hold on, hold on. What we, was we'll, he even suspended we'll get to that. for? We'll, we'll get to that. We'll... we'll for, we'll get to that in a little bit because we'll, we want to talk about it a little bit more. Okay. Um, but moving on to Owen Sound, um, the 2023 NHL draft prospect, um, Colby Barlow has scored in the seven consecutive games dating back to November 12th, the longest such streak by an Owen Sound attack player since Andrew Vrzvich and Garrett Wilson both did so in the 2010-2011 season. And Barlow sets an attack rookie record with 30 goals during the 2021-2022 season. Damn. Damn. Wow. And then kind of moving down to um, some multiple milestones. Um, starting back on the 25th, Brett Boucherle of the London Knights turned 28 shutouts, earning his 70th career win, pulls ahead of Steve Mason of the fifth most in franchise history for the London Knights. Wow. Hey, as an Otters fan, shout out and congrats. I say he's really oh, he's yeah, he's amazing. He's Absolutely. Amazing. Hell, like, again, as a big Erie Otters fan, shout out and congrats to the guy. Oh, yeah. If he goes to the OHL, he knows he has a bunch of Otters fans rooting for him. Uh, he's already or the, in the, the OHL. NHL. I'm sorry. I was just saying, it's yeah, hard for him to go to you. the <laughs> OHL. And he's if, when there. he goes to the NHL, he has a bunch of Erie Otters fans rooting for him. And then on, oh, yeah. I'd say, when we're not f- playing them. Yeah. Sure. Um, on November 26th, the Flint Firebirds has set a home record of 10 goals in power plays with a f- with – Scoring four of their nine power plays versus Sarnia in a 10-0 shutout. Wow. Damn! Yeah. Who's that was Flint, that you game? said? That, I don't. Okay. I didn't. You said that was Flint and Flint Sarn- and Sarnia. Sarnia. Yeah. What happened with Flint? Because I remember, like, 
three years ago, they were absolute dog shit. Just, just last year, they just, just kind of took, took the league by storm, just out of nowhere. Yeah. Honestly, well, they made it to the Western Conference where they end up falling short to um, I remember Hamilton. that. I do remember that because we played Hamilton in the no, second round. So well, I remember the Windsor. one Otters. I'm sorry. It was Windsor. Who they did we play in the second round? I think it was before I started hanging out No? Okay. I think it was before I started hanging out with you. Uh, so at least we met. Two. We, uh, so we started. I met you in game two of the Otters London series in 2017. Is when yeah. I first yeah. met Well, I remember there was a Flint Otters game and Otters shut Flint out like something fucking out. It was like one of the original. It was like it was zero. Like no. our first game. No, it was like double that. It was. I remember. Like, it was I, remember like it was, I think it was the home opener of 2018-19 season. Yes, I beat remember twelve that. to one. Ethan, in the home that's opener. where. That's what it yeah. was. Yes, because that's where Ethan and I started talking. Yeah. yeah. Home opener. You met. Was you to met one. Ethan the same night Ethan, as I did. Yeah, I met Ethan that game, and yet here we are, fucking best buddies. Um, I wouldn't call it that. Wow. I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ah. The Mike Did pick that one up? Probably. The Mike can probably get the smoke off of that. Even the mic's like, Tight. yeah, no, we love you. Too. I said we have a multiple November twenty seventh milestones. Um, we'll go to Kingston. Hunter Brustevic, Brustevic, um, of Kingston gets his first goal against Erie in the eight four win over Erie. Um, Congratulations, but yeah. fuck you. <laughs> Isaac Enright of Mississauga Steelheads gets his first goal against Kingston on the. Um. And then November twenty seventh, Jordan, Jordan Donovan on of Hamilton, and 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 Ottawa Senators prospect gets his first career hat trick versus Sue in a ten six, um, game and becomes the third defenseman to get a hat trick in their franchise. Wow! Oh wow! Is Sue any good this year? Because eh, I know they're okay. They're all well, right. Because I know the last three or four years, at least when I've gone to games with. You know, Ethan and Colin, it's one of those things where they've been on fire every single year we go. It's like a battle of, you know. I said they're one of the grittier teams in the West. Yeah, battle of the grit. But at this, you know, this year kind of seems like they're falling off pace a little bit. I said currently, Sue, as of right now, they are. I think they're like two points behind the Otters. They are current. They're three points. Three points behind us. Well, now with their win, Otters win tonight, they are at least. Now two, um, but they're currently s- sitting in eighth spot in the West right now. So Erie's in seventh. Yeah, yeah. So we have a playoff spot as of right now. We're in the playoffs, but still got quite a ways to go for that. <laughs> but it's exciting to actually say that we right now, as of right now, we are. Yep. Um, and then we'll see how quick, how long it takes for us to blow it. And then on November twenty eighth, um, rookie Henry Muse of the Ottawa Sixty Sevens. Gets his first multi-goal game against the Silbury <laughs> Wolves. It's sixty-sevens. I always get that one mixed up, but um, but he gets his first multi-goal against Silbury. Um, um, and then on November 29th, Isaac George of the London Knights gets his first multi-goal night against the Guelph Storm. Just fuck Guelph. Uh, <laughs> More specifically, fuck London, but fuck Guelph is too. Um. December 1st, Tyler DeLine of Flint and Chicago Blackhawks prospect gets his first career hat-trick against the Peterborough Peets. December 2nd, Anthony Kazastani played his 150th game 
um, with this with Ottawa. This um, Jacob Gillian of the London Knights gets his first career hat trick. Sorry, first career goal against Kingston, and Quinn at some point during the week, Quinn Burns gets his first career goal, December third. Cole, in it tonight, um, um, Cole Baduin of Barry gets his first career goal against Windsor. Then obviously there are, are multiple um, milestones that happen throughout the week. Um, there are. Nine more additions. Flint Fiber teammate um, Dax Kilmer gets hit, and Reed Gee get their first career goals. Kitchener Ranger um, Hunter, I already said that one. Oshawa Jenner's four. Gilmore Gruber gets his first. Damn. Um, another Kingston. Um, I actually just said that one as well. Um, Erie Otters Dylan Edwards gets his first career goal. Hamilton Boys, Nolan Nelson, Soberry's Wolves is Devin Muir, and another Hamilton Bulldog, Adrian Rebello gets his first career goal. So, Damn. Wow, so, so a lot of milestones this oh, week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's and then the boys. one thing we kind of brief did kind of bring up um, during Wednesday's matchup against the Otters and the Go London Knights, yeah. Liam Gilmartin has been suspended for ten games for. What they call abusing the refs. Abuse. For fucking what? Abuse of officials. Okay. Abuse. End game. So did he? What did he do? Did he, he yell hit, back at the he, refs? He was or? being targeted pretty much a good majority of the game, but not only the London players, because you know, oh, it's my former teammate. Let's fuck with them. I say he already had. If officials were targeting him the whole game too, calling penalties on him. Just yeah, because he had well, yeah, a five minute are, fighting, well, a two minute um, penalty for instigating, and then a ten minute misconduct. In this was the second period. I think it was second period. Yeah. Second period. Yeah, Ethan, I was, I was at the game. You know, and then you know, he got another ten misconduct at the very end. You know, I'm, I was thinking about going to that game. I'm really glad I didn't because I'm pretty well, sure. Just I out of just out of nowhere, in the middle of the face up, they pretty much skate up to him and they pretty much grab him and tell him get off, get yeah. out. That's and well, then no, he broke his stick cool. as and was, out of out of anger, going towards the bench, he slams his stick on. The Otter's bench, and you know, referee's like, ooh, like flinched, like he was about to get hit with it. Liam was good five, ten feet away from the guy, and he's like well, freaking no. out like he's about to get hit. I, I, I remember seeing it because I, I was at the ten games for that. Ten so games. Ten games. Ethan. So I was at the get. I was at the Wednesday night game with. These is, two. is is it worth a suspension? Mm-hmm. Yes. Ten games. No. Absolutely not. It might be worth a game, maybe two. I would say uh, four to five. At max. least four. Because so, Artem. Kulikov for his fighting on um, Literally was in purpose intending to injure this guy, beating the shit out of him while he's down, only got six games. Yeah. Which that was well deserved. 100% that was well deserved. Well. I and honestly then, think he could have gotten more. And then Kulikov gets suspended, or not Kulikov, Gil Martin. Gil Martin gets suspended for 10 because the refs are a bunch of gaping vaginas. <laughs> like. <laughs> like. Oh no! This it came in my general direction, even though it was about fifteen feet. You know from why? Me. Because it was against London. Yeah. It was be- no. It was because London paid him. I'm telling you, every it's, it's Dale Hunt. Dale Hunter's a piece of shit. Like, yeah. Okay. I'm so can I? So can I? That's the, the, the official. Dale right. Hunter's the head coach of the London Knights. So let me at least explain what I saw to Ethan. So you're telling me that 
So King, Ethan. That, so, I don't even know King's first name. RJ. RJ, RJ King. I, I'm not calling him Rat Jizz King. <laughs> oh, well, so my t- my my assumption is that RJ King rammed a tampon up his ass and feel like, well, this is going to be a pain in my ass for the rest of the night, so I might as well be somebody else's pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, wait, Erie's got a former London player on, and they're playing London. Oh, I'm going to make this poor bastard's life a living hell. So and I'm anyway, going to make Erie fans hate wa- me. Watching, watching the highlights, like, the entire London team is clearly targeting Guimar in the entire game. Yeah. Yeah, RJ King, if you somehow manage to listen to our show, I literally hope you get a paper cut in the tip of your dick. <laughs> like so you are, the, like, you, you, you. I try, I try to be unbiased here. I try not to hate anybody, but when it comes to lo- when King. it comes to London, well, it is okay, very hard well, to say well, anything let, nice. Well, let me ask no. this: Why is it just in general? Th- fuck RJ King. Yeah. Well, he is the most well, clueless fucking official in the OHL. Well, let me ask this: Why is it every time King's crew is on the ice? The otters get fucked. Because RJ King is a fucking weapons grade tard. <laughs> he is fucking useless. Well, here's the, here's the original story. Somebody told me at the otters game that Oh, you guys are about to piss me the fuck off. Good. <laughs> oh, God. So, Damn. my original story of what I heard this, because I, I basically said the same thing when we were all at the game Wednesday night. One of the other season ticket holders, it wasn't Colin or anybody... It was one of the tour guys sitting behind us. I was going down to grab food from the concessions. And I said that to myself. I was like, man, why is King's crew so much against Erie? It's and literally everything we do, we get called, and the London fans are fine. Well, it's not just London. Well, it's hold, on, hold, on, Jeff, hold on, Jeff. And what they told me is they're like, oh, King and all his, his crew are literally from London, Ontario. No, I don't think that. I'm or not. somewhere near London, Ontario. We're just going to cut that. We're just going to cut Bubble off there. Bubble likes to make shit up. I'm not. Of course, we weren't there to hear it, so of course, where he's going to. Um, <laughs> but every time Bubble is, makes up a story, we, we, we weren't there, so we can't confirm or not, but yeah, yeah I'm not. We're going to cut him I, off um, I was told. We're, we're going to cut him off there. I was Jeffy, told Jeffy, that, Jeffy. I think the part was frustrating. Well, honestly, it really started right in the. Just with everything that happened with Liam Gilmart in the second period, obviously, there, I mean, there were a couple other calls that were not called, but um, I wish Liam Gilmartin would have just beat the brakes off of RJ King. <laughs> I would have paid any amount of money but, to see um, that. Oh, he would have gotten fucking two season misconduct for that. We, uh, At that point, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But it really like, started it, about like, the really it, it started with RJ King and just the other officials. Was about a fifty seconds remain. We pull Nolan, the Otters pull Nolan on for the extra attacker. They get a, they actually get the extra attacker a goal. It's called off because of goaltender interference. Which I watched the replay. I back. watched the replay. It it's close. It's it's def- I can definitely see why they took what five and a half six minutes to Almost review 10 it. Almost ten minutes. It is very, very close to say yes or no, but usually it's kind of like football. If you know, you know, you know, it's a uh, receiver and a defender. The if it's a close call, if it's a pretty much tie, the it goes to the cat. It goes to the receiver. I'm pretty sure it's very similar like that in hockey. If it's something that close, it usually goals goes to the goal scorer. I just it, it was it was like very, very close. Like 
at the at the angle, I think it was Jordan Kyra. Jordan Kyra, Christian Kyra was standing in front of the net, yep. I believe, it and was, he kind of he looked like he kind of got pushed, no, but he like and he fell right. backwards. I think it's Jordan Kyra. No, it's, right. it's Christian. Is it Christian? Yeah, it's Christian. Jordan's the older brother. He, he kind of. I fucked You up. could. It, it's again. It's very tough to tell from the angle of the Otters broadcast of of if whether or not Christian was shoved backward into Brochet, and then they you know I think who can't I can't remember who originally scored the goal. I think the, the the closing that we can get is R J King. I hope both pillow, both sides of your pillow are hot when you sleep. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. oh. But, um, That's all I got to say. I hope you go to pull your bowl of cereal and you have no milk. Oh. I hope you go to get ketchup for your fries and all the water comes out before. <laughs> oh. I hope every time you walk into your living room, you stub your toe off of the counter, <laughs> off of the coffee table. And then... Um, it started with the couch and went to coffee tables. But, Man. And then obviously they did... Get the goal back. Eight seconds remaining. Eight seconds left of the game. We tied it up again. This one counted. With that, that was insane. But one thing we do want to talk about. So, how was your punishment, Kyle, for um, Wednesday? Unfortunately, we did vlog a little bit, but I, I kind of watched the clips back, and it's not. None of them are really that quite good enough to to, to make it into a vlog, unfortunately. But um, I might at least post us playing. Uh, the musical chairs onto the onto the channel at least because that was fun. Of course, the one night I get to do a game, I have to stand on this wearing a fucking London Knights jersey. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. You know, I'm not trying to sound like an ass like it was the other night. At least you get to go on the ice. Yeah, I mean it was because I'm. You know, it's we're not gonna turn this into a sob story, Bobo. No, I know. <laughs> but anywho, fans should know if they. We love you. You know that, Blake. I know. We um, but it was kind of funny seeing Otto kind of screw around with. Auto wouldn't let me get to the fucking chair. <laughs> but um, he got my way, and I was able to. You know, I, I, again, I'll probably post it to the YouTube channel. I might even post it like on TikTok, like right, right after I, we uh, we upload this this uh, the podcast, the episode. I might put like a link to the video with the podcast on Facebook and Twitter, or whatever. But um, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. I was able to juke Auto out, and ju- as I get around him, I take a, go take a step towards the chair, and I eat shit. <laughs> I was so mad. Um, now I think I was. I mean, it was overall Wednesday was just, it was a good game, but just they the, probably, just the fishing was just was awful. Poor. Of course, shocker, RJ King wasn't at the Otters game tonight. Wow, Matt, I wonder why. But you know. I do want to bring up tonight one thing tonight. Kyle Downey's incredible save, save of the year candidate. It's easily. like it's. I wasn't even at the game, but the guys showed me a replay of it and. When I tell you it is a Mark Andre Fleury, it's a flower level that's save. It is of, a flower I mean, level that save. That was one of my immediate thoughts was that would be some flurry would do. I, yeah, I believe it was on the PK too, wasn't it? On the PK. Yeah. I, after tonight, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Downey starting more. I wouldn't doubt it. Thir- 38 saves and only gave up two goals? Or 37 say, saves? Three goals. Don't get me, don't get three me wrong. I like Nolan Lalonde. I do like him a lot. He's a very he, solid. He's, he's been struggling this year. He's though. been struggling. Really. He's been struggling, but from what I've seen of Kyle Downey, he is a fucking stud. He, he is, is a beauty. Honestly, he's a reason why for a while there before they the Otters took off um, with their goals. Who, who, he, he I think, I think yeah, Downey's up, record right now is like trade. four and one, five like, and one. Yeah. Who did he come from? Windsor. Windsor. Really? So, yeah. so here's the thing, and I'm going to relate this again back to wrestling. It was one of those things where, Sweaty. yes, it was one of those things where, and Ethan could probably relate to this. When you're not a starter and you get that first spotlight, 
you're like, okay, I have to go in, I have to kick ass and prove my coach wrong. Because everybody underestimates you. No matter whether, no matter what sport it is, football, basketball, wrestling, soccer, baseball, everybody underestimates you under the spotlight. He's one of those guys who can take that mentality and say, okay, coach, I got this. Put me in the spotlight. I'm ready to rock and roll and do this. I actually have a quick story about that. When I was wrestling, I actually got to be one of the starters for one of our tournaments, and I got the fucking brakes beat off. <laughs> so, like, when I was wrestling, I was wrestling 160. The first dude that I go up against, they didn't tell me that, oh, by the way, you're going to be wrestling out of your class this time. So the first dude I go up is some big fucking beer-drinking country boy. He was... I think he was six foot five, 190 pounds. And I'm like, oh. this dude weighs 30 more pounds than I do. And his legs are the size of my head. And he went to shake my head. He's like, yeah, good luck. And I'm like, this is a grown ass <laughs> man. I'm like, this is, this is a whole ass man. This is not a child. This is not a high schooler. This is a whole ass man. This dude, this dude is 35 years old with two mortgages. <laughs> like, I'm like... And what do you know? I got thrown around like a fucking ragdoll. I, so. I have to say mine was the exact opposite. Again, when I felt the spotlight, I knew I had to Were, were you about the same size when you were wrestling, or were you a little bit lighter? When I first started wrestling, I mean, I was a little bit lighter. I was like 220. Right now, I'm about 320. I'm mm-hmm. about 100 pounds heavier. Yeah. But when I first started wrestling, I was about 220, 225. And Coach threw me into the spotlight against a heavyweight who was like 260. And what I kept telling myself in the back of my head, because our starter was leaving next year and I was against three other starters. It's like, dude, if you want to get that starting spot at 220, drop weight and win. So I dropped to 215. And I was like, all right, I got this. I pinned the kid in 45 seconds because he didn't know what he was doing. Dude, I remember that when I was going against that big old fucking country boy... I was I was talking with my coach before I went out onto the mat, and I'm sitting there, you know, getting warmed up, and he's sitting there talking with me. I'm like, so who am I wrestling? Am I wrestling that dude? He's like, oh no, you're wrestling the big dude. Yep. And I'm like, yep. Oh dude, I'm fucked. And he's just like, what? And I'm like, oh no, I'm like more than fucked. I'm fifty shades of fucked. <laughs> like I like I, this dude is about to hurt me see? like bad. And he was just like, and I could see him sitting there staring at me. It was yep. like a scene out of a movie because he's sitting there, he's looking like a fucking mongoloid neanderthal <laughs> just sitting there like Ooh, okay Ooh, i'm gonna smash and i'm like i'm gonna die <laughs> all right off of what ethan is saying one more thing before we come to break when i wrestled heavyweight i did that i'd look down all my opponents what no matter what sport it was we could be but you back. were you're you were a lot I bigger than me i know but still when you're looking at a six five hundred and ninety pound fucking my country dude, boy, my first dude's all barrel chested coming out onto it. He's barely fitting in his singlet. I'm sure at least one of his nuts was hanging out the side of his singlet. Ethan, I'm like Ethan, 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 Ethan. My junior year, I was. I'm like, he's gonna kill me, and then he's gonna teabag me. My it's jun- like a match of Call of Duty. My junior year, my coach told me to gain weight. Sophomore to junior year, I gained forty five pounds. I was 265 my junior year, 
And I went up against heavyweights that were literally built like The Rock himself. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to lose this match because they're solid muscle. And then my coach would tell me, you know, just like every other sport, it's technique, you know, mind over matter. But, so, yeah. So, moving on to the news of the National Hockey League. Uh, we started off with a pretty freaking scary injury. Well, I don't know if you'd call it, well, technically an injury. A medical. A medical. A medical emergency is what you would say. There you go. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins defenseman Chris Letang has unfortunately suffered another stroke on Monday. This is the second of his NHL career. And this one is not as bad as his first one. And no, they said his first this, one was bad. His first one was bad. They said this one is not career ending. I was um, surprised. I was surprised. I thought I'm not gonna lie. I, and you know, I will. N- I will never talk shit about the Penguins. I mean, they will always hold a soft spot in my heart because the only two NHL games that I've ever been to in my life have been Penguins games, and. I may not be the biggest fan of Tanger. I don't hate him to the extent of Paul, but I might not. He might not be my go-to player on the Penguins. But I can admire what he does, both on and off of the ice. Mm-hmm. To see shit like that, it's it's scary. And, yeah, and especially what, what, what sucks more, he's only twenty. He was only twenty twenty-five games away from a thousand. Yeah. So there, depending on how long he 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 is out for, he might have to push yeah. it back to the beginning of next season now. Well, what I heard was that um, the Penguins say that he should be good by at least... Here, hold on. Playoffs. Yeah. Uh, He just had test results come back. They say uh, test results are encouraging. Penguins believe he'll be back this season. Yeah. So, Uh, if I have to... And he's 30... He's 35 years old, and he's had two strokes. And I kind of what Colin, because we were talking to Colin about this when this happened, we mentioned that, like, when he said he's projected to come back, at least let's hope it's by time. If he, even though he says he's ready to be back, let's say two months from now, like at least give let him have the rest, and then if Penguins are still eligible for the playoffs. Have him ready for yes. the playoffs. I just realized yes. he also has three middle names. What? <laughs> Chris Letang, really? Christopher Joseph Pierre Irwin Latang. Oh, oh wow. So, I mean, but I can say the same thing. I mean, I can't really, there's no really room for me to talk, but I can say technically the same thing with my epilepsy. Remember when I had the seizure last year around this time, yeah. and you guys literally wouldn't let me back in the studio. I, I vaguely remember I was up in my room. I tried to come down, and Colin was like, Bobo, go back upstairs. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm here to record. And he's like, Bobo, you had a seizure two freaking days ago. We don't want to see you happen. We don't want to see that happen in the studio. Because I was fresh off the first seizure. It was like two or three days. I was fresh off the first seizure. I think you're rambling again. I don't I'm remember not. this. I was I fresh don't. off I the don't first. Se- I was fresh off the first seizure. It was like three or four days after my first seizure, after the one seizure. And Colin, your came first up. seizure was like three years ago before we even started the show. Not my first seizure, my last seizure. 
Well, that's different from your first seizure. I meant to my last seizure. And they were <coughs> and Colin came up to my room and he's like, "Hey, I don't know if I want you recording downstairs with us tonight." Which he's, that I mean that never happened. You've not missed. You've only missed one episode. Uh, okay, I'm thinking of something else. Then. Yeah, you're bullshitting yeah. again. As typical. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, goes out to Chris Letang's um friends and family, and of course the organization of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, it's, it's like we would like we, we, we want to see him back on the ice. So. Absolutely, even. Even myself as well. Even fan. you know, even before he gets back on the ice, obviously you know his health comes first. You know, want to make sure he is he is a hundred percent. And they obviously, like I remember, they were T- take as much time as you need. You know, it's yeah. it's no rush for you to get back. Playoffs are still months away. You know, and we, there was, and Bobo has been throwing around the debate with us. You know, saying is it time for Tanger to hang him up? And I don't think it is quite yet. But at the same time. It's kind of his decision. Yeah. What, and he just signed, what was it, a five-year extension? Five-year extension. Yeah. That's all fine and dandy. Yeah, like the money, like the dude's already a multimillionaire. Like money well, he's going to be set for the rest I of I say his money life. is not an issue yeah. for him. No, not at all. But at that point, I'd be like, if the league was like, oh, yeah, we'll be having you come back here soon, I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, I love hockey, and hockey is my passion and all that stuff like that, but I'm like, you forget that I'm under 40 and I've had two strokes in the last decade, within the last decade. No. Like, well, his first one was in 2014. 2014, yeah. Yeah, it's and he missed just under two months. They said he missed two. Now, can I ask a question? No. Was it related to, like, stress or any physical matter? I don't matter? think they said. I don't think they I said think no. They I said, mean, that's okay. kind of personal. So I, mean, I don't expect I them know, to release something like that. Well, because I know a lot of times, you know, well, again, going back to the epilepsy, it's either stress, lack of sleep, lack, you know, or you're bored well, with it. Well, it could also be the fact that he's taken quite a few pretty fucking brutal hits that's in his I, career. Well, that's another thing. Imagine me with epilepsy being a football player. I mean, look at, well, even look at how many guys in the league, defensemen or not, you know, who have retired and stuff like that and are really struggling. Yeah. It's because their job as a defenseman is to protect the fucking goalie as much as they can. And if oh, that yeah. means they get the brakes beaten off of them, they get the brakes well, beaten off the goalie in soc- The goalie in hockey is kind of like that striker position in soccer. It's where you protect, you protect the goalie at all costs, no matter what, you hang <coughs> below the quarter field line. And you sit in front of the goalie, and you literally put your body at whim. Whether it's a shot to the head from a 80 mile an hour soccer ball, whether or for most of our foreign listeners, football. But still. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving over to Kyle. So some NHL milestones this week. Mac Hollowell of the Toronto Maple Leafs scored his first NHL career point against the Detroit Red Wings on 11 on November wow. 28th. On November 30th, Matthias Samuelson of the Buffalo Sabres scored his first NHL goal against the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> uh, Samuel Famago, Fagamo of the LA Kings scored his first NHL goal. Let me point. guess, against the Detroit Red Wings? Yes. No, I'm getting the Arizona Coyotes. Um, Darnell Nurse skated in his 500th game this week, as well as Steven Stamkos scored his 1,000th career point Hell against yeah. the Philadelphia Flyers on December 1st. And all, all of tonight... Assuming that all these guys skated, which I'm pretty sure all of them did, uh, Alex Ovechkin skated in his 1300th career game. Corey Perry skated in his 1200th career Katie game. Katie Perry. Braden Shen in his 800th. K 
Cal Yarncroft in his 600th, and Brent Peach in his 500th. And Ooh. while we're talking about with Ovechkin, he now surpasses for number one, surpasses Wayne Gretzky for most goals on the road. Yeah, he's at what four ninety three or four. I say four four oh three. That was four oh three. And it was four something three. I couldn't remember if it was ninety three or oh three. I see the top five is possessed of Brett Hall with three hundred fifty three road um, goals. Number four Yamir Yager with three hundred fifty five. Um I just lost it here. Um here one second. I think Hal was one of them too. Um, wasn't he? Third was DVY at 362 road goals. Okay. And then, of course, Wayne Gretzky now at number two with 402. <coughs> and Ovechkin now at number one with 402. Well, it's, he scored more since that earlier on Wednesday. Since Wednesday, so. That's pretty awesome, though. I mean, they. I mean, they don't call him the grade eight for no reason. Yeah. No, because he's now. Because I know you're not the biggest fan of Ob. As a player, I just when he's playing against Pittsburgh, I'm not. But like overall, I do respect him as a player. I respect him as a player. Just, I just, I, I don't I, like see, him. Here, here's the thing. I'm, I'm kind of split down the middle. I'm literally at that fifty-fifty mark, where. Even if he's playing against Pittsburgh, I'm like, if he scores, great. It's another tally towards the great one. Obviously, he's now at five. Was it five left now? Yeah. Like five or six left from Gordie Howe now. So, okay. If, say for an an example, the last one I saw, he's only like 110 goals or something like that away from. Okay. Well, let's say this for an example. The great A gets a hat trick against Pittsburgh. Will I be disappointed? Yes. But at the same time, that's three more goals towards that record that he's literally putting his body to the line to break. Because he's, what, 37 now? 38? Well, this is like 36, 36, 37. 36, 37. Yeah. He's literally... He's the only Crosby. He's, as an NHL player, he is putting his, lo- he's putting his body at that... 37. Bro- okay. He's putting his body at that brink yeah. where one bad hit, one wrong move, one wrong anything will get him out for the season. Yeah. Oh, no, you break your ankle. You're out of the NHL. You take a bad, you take a bad stick to the ankle, bad stick to the knee... Oh, you broke your kneecap. Done forever. And a couple other, so a couple other things before we get to the main topic. Um, Mitch Marner is on a 19-game point streak. Dude, he is. He he's killing it. He is red obviously hot he had right set now, now a, fran- a franchise record, passing on um, Daryl Sittler in the 77, 70, 90, 1997. Seven and 80, 78 um, season, and and Eddie Olczak on Olczak in the eighty nine ninety season. Damn! Wow! Damn! And will some sign couple signings? Um, Alex Galchenyuk. Alex Galchenyuk <laughs> has signed a one year. So this makes it what his. T- 12th team now? 12th or 13th team? I was just bringing it up like he's... It's at least 10 now. Oh, he's been over 10. I want to say this is either his 12th So are we or counting, what was it? This is his 8th eighth, eighth team, and he's 
that he'll skate for. That he skated for. Sorry, it was what? What was it? Who did he? Who was he with for like? Was it the Predators? He was with for like two days. Um, I thought it was the Coyotes. It was. No, he was with the Coyotes for a little bit of time. Was it? Yeah. It was only Ottawa for eight games. Ottawa for eight. No, because there was like it was somebody he got traded from Arizona to somebody. In the you might be right. It might be. I say he was traded twice in. I'm sorry, but that boy is more ran through than a 7-Eleven bathroom as far as <laughs> league goes. Yeah, because he's in the 2021-2020, 2020-2021 season, played eight games with Ottawa, then was traded to um, Toronto where he only played 26 games, and then he played 60 games in 2021-2022 with oh, Arizona. Cool. How many teams has Alex Galchenyuk been with? It hasn't been a Penguins jersey. <laughs> <laughs> they still have a picture of one, even on the NHL, with a Penguins jersey. Do they really? Yeah. Um, I forgot he has appeared in. He has appeared in 643 career games between six teams. Yeah. And then Rupa Hintz um, signed an eight-year contract with the Dallas Stars for 8.5 million. Wow! Wow! Rupe I think I think it's a little much. I don't well, think. No offense, well, he's not that good. He's well, a great player. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think he's eight and a half million dollars a year. Guy. Okay, but at the same time, Rupe Hintz is one of those young stars that yeah. you have to keep with you. So Rupe Hintz is kind of like, correct me if I'm wrong, the Connor McDavid of defensemen. Juan Rupe Hintz is not a defenseman. Okay. He's a forward. I did. I thought he was a defenseman. Okay. Anyways. He's one of those players where he's young and able to throw him at any of the three positions you want him to. And he can perform at any of those three positions. He definitely can, yeah. Um, one thing we did forget to bring up, um, Sidney Crosby scored his 101st career opening goal and surpasses Mario Lemieux for most in Penguins history. Hell yeah. That kind of shocked me. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we let Jeff announce it? Because he well, I already clicked record. So, <laughs> um, anywho, um, the LA Kings—they have placed this week Kyle, goaltender Kyle Pedersen on waivers. Obviously, he began the season with a th- three-year, fifteen million dollar contract, but which is—it's crazy. Three-year. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to make sure I heard you right. Three-year, fifteen. Fifteen, as in one five million dollar. Yeah, five million dollars a year for a goalie. And then they put him on waivers, huh? For for a goalie, that's a good amount. Yeah. For a goalie, that's a fuckload. I don't even think. Hold on, I don't even think Mark Andre Fleury is making something like that. He's he's making a good amount. The floor is probably three and a half. No, he's Fleury's one of the higher paying goaltenders. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that they gave. Actually, Bobo's right on the money. Three and a half. Really? Boom! <laughs> Three and a half mil. As of twenty, hmm. as of the 2022-2023 season. Yeah, when I I'll saw I'll take that silent yeah, applause. Yeah, I was, was kind of surprised the fact they took out the one-two punch for the LA Kings of Jonathan Quick and Cal Pedersen yeah. putting him on waivers. Yeah, I think that's what, that's what shocked me the most. Even sh- more shocking than seeing Ryan Reeves in... Minnesota gear. Yeah. It's just not right. It, 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 it's, it, it, so it's just weird. not right. It, uh. It's almost kind of 
dare I say, a lipstick on a pig situation. <laughs> it's just, it's, love the player, but it's like, fuck, mm. man. Yeah. I would have loved to see them in some red and white. Just saying. But we can't win them all. All right. So this episode's going to be a part two of our main topic last week where we're going through all of the numbers of the NHL as far as jersey numbers go and saying who we think the best players are. So... Last week we did zero to twenty-five or one to twenty-five. Uh, this week we got twenty-six to 50. 50. fifty. So starting off with number twenty-six. Twenty-six was actually a little bit of a tough one for me because it was. I was, I was kind of I was these, these upper twenties were pretty hard. Upper twenties to like the early to mid thirties were tough. Me for twenty-six, I said Martin Saint Louis. So did I. I had him as an honorable mention. I said Peter Statsny. I have. I was between him and. I was between St. Louis and Peter Stastny. I put it on Marty St. Louis as my honorable mention, but I agree with Kyle. I put Peter Stastny. Peter yeah, Stastny. An- another honorable mention, I think we can leave his name out, is Ray Ferraro. You know, he, he, was, he was great back in his day. Yeah. Not very I good as a commentator, but as, as a player, he was a damn good a damn good player. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't the greatest commentator. All right, number 27. <laughs> I had Scott Niedermeyer. Yep. yep. That's another one I had as an honorable mention, but... As number one, I had a, pr- a close tie between two former, I believe, two former Leafs, between Frank Mahovlich or Daryl Sittler. Ooh. I almost put Daryl Sittler as mine. Yeah. As an yeah. honorable mention, believe it or not, Ron Hextall wore that number for a short amount of time as well. Did he really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, for a short amount of time, he wore that wore that number. Wow. I, I, had, I, I wouldn't at all disagree with Scott Niedermeyer. So. No. No. All right. Then up to 28. <sighs> 28 was kind of weird. It was like, tough. There's, like, current. There's some uh, veterans. I mean, there's... you got guys like Ty Domi. Um, but I actually said uh, Steve Duchesne. So I also said Steve Duchesne. Yeah, Steve Duchesne. I also gave honorable mentions to, believe I did give an honorable mention to Claude Giroux. I mean, you can't disrespect the man. No, and also sorry. Steve Larmer, who was, a, also, who was at one point the Iron Man before, I believe, what, uh, Doug Jarvis, Keith Yandel, and now Phil Kessel had him. So Steve Larmer is now down at four, I believe. Yeah. He might even be down to the soul with five or six now, but he was at one point the Iron, the Iron Man. Man. So yeah. I think you have to give him an honorable mention for that. Absolutely. Up to 29. I mean, I feel like a lot of us, I think all of us here said at least Flower was a part of the list. Yeah, I yes. mean, it's... I, he's... I chose. Martin. I don't want to be biased, but I'm going to anyway. Fuck you. Yeah, Mark Andre Fleury or or, yeah. or Ken Dryden. I think it's a close t- tie between the yeah. two of them. See, yeah, I had I had Ken Dryden as my honorable. I had the flower, but as my honorable mention, I had Nate Mac. I said Nate Mac and Leon. I for said my, Nate Mac. I want to put Nate fair. Mac, but just because he's still young in the. In his it, it is very young to to compare him to players like Dryden and Flurry, but That's yeah. he, he's it's proven not, that he is just as good. Yeah, so it's the only reason why I didn't put Nate Mack as an honorable, but I'm going to be biased. I did put Marc-Andre Flurry as my So, number 30. This is the one I struggled with the most. I had a really, really yeah. bastard of a, real bastard t- of a time with this. I mean, so did I, but I kind of found my true names quickly. So, I had I have between three. I have two. So mine was obviously Marty Berdur. Yeah. 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 But it wasn't a cakewalk as much as I thought it'd be. No. I, I was between I'd say a very close runner up to him was Henrik. 
Henrik was my. I would say, I would say it was a three-way between uh, Marty Berdur, Henrik, and Ed Belfort. That's yep. exactly what I said. Yeah. I yep. I put I, Ed Belfort ever so slightly ahead of Henrik, with him like being a p- closer to Marty than Henrik. I always and Hen- Henrik and uh, um, Ilya Brzezgalov both being. Uh, honorable mentions. See, I, I only I put Marty and Bel- I only put Brodor and Belfort. See, I had yeah. three. I had three honorable mentions. Obviously, um, that was the number I struggled with. Yeah, that was, was the tough. one I. Because sh- obviously, Henrik Lundqvist amaz- was an amazing goaltender. Al- um, Belfort, another good one. Oh yeah. But I had uh, my four, my three honorable men were personally Ryan Miller, Alba. S three, uh, and then number two was Henrik Lundqvist. How did I forget about Ryan Miller? I forgot about Ryan Miller. Too. How did I forget You're about Ryan Miller? Well, obviously, the only time he I'm didn't wear thirty. Myself. The only oh yeah, time. I'm yeah, I'm disappointed myself as well. And then of course number one, Marty. Yeah. yeah, Marty. Yeah, I was when I was reading up on Marty Berdur. I mean, I already knew Marty is probably I would say top three favorite goaltenders for me. Oh yeah, he's Personally. a top five for me. And jumping another, you know, pretty much number thirty one. That's also. All pretty much nothing but goaltenders, and it's very tough. You got players like Carey Price, Curtis Joseph, Grant, Grant Fuhrer, Andre Pavelic, Billy Smith. I I I went with a close tie again between Curtis Joseph and Carey Price. I had Carey Price. I put Carey Price. I put see, Price. I had yeah. I had Cujo. I had Cujo and Grant Fuhrer. Yeah. Who did Cujo play for? Toronto and St. Mo- Louis. Most of his career in Toronto. Yeah, okay. spent some time in St. Louis. Okay. I want to say. I think Cujo spent a little bit of time in Detroit. I thought he played for three teams. I know he played for the two. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got this. I got it. I knew he played for the two. I wasn't sure if he played for three because I think I'm going to bag off Ethan for this. I think he played for three. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure who the third would have been. He was undrafted. Really? For a while, yeah. Yeah, Cujo was was undrafted. It was, what, Uh, three seasons? Wow, he played for a lot more than he played for six teams. Cool. Uh, St. Louis, Edmonton, Toronto, Detroit. He played for the Phoenix Coyotes hmm. and Calgary. He did. Wow. So you were right. He did play for t- Detroit at one point. You were right. I I, I was say I could have sworn I've seen pictures of Cujo in a Red Wings yeah. jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, number thirty-two. Uh, there's like uh, not a whole lot of names coming from this one. The n- mm-hmm. number one that stood out to me was Claude Lemieux. I had Johnny Quick. I, I said had, Murray Craven. Really? I said Dale Hunter. Yeah. I, I had Dale Hunter as an honorable mention. I mean, I just tore the guy a new asshole like ten minutes ago. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I as a player, Murray, he was a good player. But as, I said as Murray a, Craven. As a person, as a head coach, he's can yeah. rot in hell for all I, year. Yeah. Again, I said Jonathan not so quick just because he was one of those. So you proceed to call him the best number thirty-two, but then you proceed to call him Jonathan not so quick. That's what we all call. Number thirty-three. <laughs> I think was. This, this one was tough. This one I struggled so, with. Really? I yeah. I I said it was a. I mean, obviously, I think I said Patrick Wall. I, said I, I didn't Pat- think. I just that's all I put. I didn't say that. I said there's no argument for that. I that's said Patrick so. Wall. I have Patrick Wall, but I also have Hendrick Sedin. I had the same thing as Bobo. I Hendrick had 33. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I had Patrick really? Wall. I said Daniel or 22. Hmm. That's how I can easily. Henry. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because I think the way they did it is because I think Henry or Henrik was born at the twenty second minute, and then yeah, Daniel's at the thirty third minute of the of the hour that they were born. Yeah, I think that's why they chose their numbers. I could be wrong. I th- I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure that's why. I'm almost positive. So number thirty four. Um, I had Mika Kiprasov. 
I had him as an honorable mention. I put just above him Jonathan, John Van Diesburg. Because he's going to be one of the better um, uprising stars in the NHL. I put Austin Matthews. So did I. I should have put Austin Just for the fact, he's going to... He's going to be one In of my opinion, top. to call him the greatest to wear that number, he's, I, I'm, I'm saying, saying he's it's gone. still It's still early. It's, Don't get me wrong. By the end of his career, I could. it's probably going to be a no a no doubter. Oh, I'm... I I physically detest the dude, and I I even say it's going to be a no-brainer. But as it stands right now, as we are doing this list on this night of December 3rd, 2022, I still think it's early in his career. I'm going to... I'll be honest, bouncing off what Ethan says, I'm going to give it a year and six months. Give it about Even then, I think that's too soon. Really, I, I, would, I, I give it at least another two, three, no, at least another three to four years. I give it. I was gonna say pushing five to six. Wow. I mean, it all it all depends. Can he put up another 50, 60 goal season? Can he make it past the first round? Well, that's the big. That's the big question. Is can and, I, and I'm not saying that to be a smart a- anybody I'm, that can I'm, anybody but yeah. like, that can be the player, the person to push Toronto past that first round Whoa. deserves to get Whoa, some recognition. Wait, here's the only issue. Bouncing on Ethan said it's the capitalize the can it's not if or will it's can and that's the big question with toronto alone is can they make it past the first round can they get a stable enough team to push them through the playoffs can they it, get them it, a team it, to go I, to the cup that honestly might be the smartest thing bobo said tonight <laughs> it's all it's not if or when but can Wait, bobo actually said something and i didn't want to have a fucking stroke <laughs> Again, capitalize the can part. It's not if or when, but yeah, can they? Yeah, and their playoff career belongs in the can. But at the same time, you might look in a year or two, and it's not going to be in the can, but can they make it past round one? Well, as of recently, no. They fucking <laughs> can. No. Can. All right. Moving before on. We, before we uh, turn this into another hour and a half, roast Fifty Shades of Hockey roast so on no, Toronto. Number 35. I was between two. There's one that gets a slight edge, and that is Mr. Tony Esposito. Yeah. Yep. yep. I was ever so t- slow. Ev- yeah, I can't speak I had well. two as well, but... I'm, I'm repping on Boba. I, I can't said, even fucking speak English. I said Tony <laughs> Esposito, and my runner-up was Mike Richter. My honorable mention was Tom Barrasso. My runner-up was also Tom Barrasso. I forgot. I well, Mike, Mike Richter is also a very, a, very, a very close third runner-up. And there's also a fun fact about Tony Esposito. Tony Esposito is the current, currently the only Hall of Fame player to ever wear the number thirty-five. Yeah, really? I did see that. Hmm. Yes, he is the only player in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Tony Esposito. Yes. Yep. Tom Brasso is not in the Hall of Fame yet. No. Last what I saw. Hmm. No, Tony Ethan Esposito. Was, Ethan is right. Tony Esposito is the only, only Hall of Famer to wear the number thirty-five. Wow. All right, number thirty-six. 36. This one's kind of weird. This one is a very close. This one I have a, a toss-up between two. I said UC Okanen and Natsu Zuccarello. I agree. Because there's, yep. there's just not, there mm-hmm. hasn't been a whole lot of I, n- in-your-face names yeah. that have won the number 36. I just put Matt This, this is where we kind of start to get into the tougher ones. Here, up into, pretty much up until the end, is yeah. kind of like a one big player, one big name Yeah. for a good majority yeah. of the rest of them. So, Ethan, who'd you have for 37? Number 37 has between two, and I would personally give one... Obviously, 
Patty Bergeron. Yeah. There's no denying it. But I also said Olaf Kolzig. That's an yeah. That's exactly. I would give Olaf Kolzig the ever, ever so slight touch over Patty. It's it's close, man. It's touch. It's uh, it's give it give like it another year or two. I mean, depends on how much longer Patrice Bergeron. We know he just had a a career uh, a career threatening surgery in this past off season. He he's kind of yeah. going off this year. You know, he just just reached a thousand points, or was it a thousand games? Thousand, thousand games. Was it a thousand games? Okay. Uh, but yeah, he's, you know he's he's been been around for quite some time, uh, you know. But he still ho- hopefully still has a little bit of time left. I definitely would like to see him play at least at least this rest of this year and at least one more. Yeah, yeah I say I that's who I end up putting as my number thirty-seven was Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. So did I. Number thirty-eight. I only found one name that's in general that stood out to me, and that was Pavel Dimitra. Yeah, yep. like I, I did. didn't really. There's not. I mean, no disrespect if there are other players that we kind of could have missed with that. If there are. You know, shout us out on Twitter and Facebook. Call us fucking stupid. Well, <laughs> do that do anyway because we like the attention. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> why don't we do this for the rest of them? If you only have the one, just say it. And if we agree, just say yes. Uh, I mean, that's that's fair. So number thirty-nine. Number thirty-nine for me personally, as a Red Wings fan, who's kind of a gimme. Dominic Cassick. Yeah, that, yes. it, it is kind yes. of a give yep. me, but but I also can't fail to mention Logan Couture. Logan Couture and Rick DiPietro as well are two two that I you know have had to at least mention honorable mentions. They're honorable. I don't think they come anywhere close, close to Dominic Cassick. Nope. But you know they, 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 you can't leave those two players. Oh out no. Of conversation. Agreed. God no. About, Agreed. About that number. Number forty. Number forty. My boy. Ah, uh, oh, captain. My captain. Big Z, Henrik Zetterberg. That's who I also I had know. him. I had him as an honorable mention. Mm. Henrik Zetterberg. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. I. Are you and I thinking the same page? I said Tuukka Rask. Yep. I, s- I said Tuukka Rask and Henrik Zetterberg as the number one. Is it a close tie for the for the two? I said I Tuukka as my number it's one. Honorable mention. Give me shit. I don't care. I said Devin Dubnik. Dubnik. Yeah, like I don't. That's a good pick. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, he, he just you know he, I think he almost had pretty much him in there just because he most recently retired. What? Yeah. Two three weeks ago. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize how far into the draft Zetterberg was picked up. He's what like fifth round, wasn't he? Two hundred and tenth overall. Yeah, so like six, seven, seven. Like, I think seven. I think seven. That's nine? like what? Yeah, in ninety nine. Oh, ninety nine. Okay. So that's what seventh round. Two ten. That's somewhere around. Yeah, there. it's like six seventh round. Uh, uh, number forty one. Um, I think we a lot of us have might have the same one for I this. Thi- yeah, I think there's only one true answer. You can argue that there's two, but I said Craig Anderson. I said Craig yeah. Anderson. Uh, I said Mike uh, Smith. Honorable mention. I said I said Jason Allison and Mike Smith. I, I said Mike Smith mentions. is my star- my starter. Really? Or, Over Craig I Anderson? S- yes. I said Mike Smith. No. I'm, Over I'm, Craig Anderson? Yes. I'd still take Craig. I'd still take Craig. I might be dumb, but Craig. Well, you. I think you've proven that multiple times tonight. But well, you're not wrong. Forty-two. Uh, Forty-two. I only had one. David Backus. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yep. I don't. I don't think there's much. I mean, you could yep. say Jackie Robinson, but this is hockey, not baseball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was hoping you're gonna flip those two words. We can make fun of you. So uh, number forty-three. No. Um, hockey and baseball. A lot of people, I guarantee, will say, "Oh, you didn't say Nazem Kadri." I did. I'll be honest. I kind of personally did as well. I, I mean, I, don't, I had him as an honorable mention. I had him as an honorable mention, but I said Martin Baron. Marty Baron, yeah. That's okay. Marty Browns, I think, is the number one. Nazem Kadri, you know, he's, I don't think he wears that anymore. I think he's 93 up in, in Calgary now. 
I don't think he's wearing 43. Oh, right let me look real quick. That is a really great question. Yeah. I, I do honest, not know the answer I to this. I don't think great. he's... I think it might even be 91. Um... I don't think he's wearing 43 up in Calgary right now. Uh, I could be wrong. 91. Yep, is he 91? Right. Okay. 91. Yeah. Calgary okay. Good call. Good call. Um, the next three, I had one name. Number 44. So did I. Chris Pronger. Chris Pronger. Chris Pronger. Come yeah. on. You can't go wrong. Even though they spelled his first name wrong. Did they in the, in the article you were looking at? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Chris Draper. I'm sorry. No, that is so correct. So, number 45, you guys had Jonathan Bernier? I did have Jonathan Bernier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and number 46. David Creechie? David Creechie, yeah. yeah Creechie. Those, those, uh, so these mid, lower to mid 40s, there's not a lot of names to, yeah. to go off of. So, 47, going up back to Ethan, who do you got? I had Tory Krug. I also said Tory Krug as really? well. I said JSG Gare. I said Alexander Radulov. I said he's a runner-up. It is Alexander Radulov. Okay. Ethan, number 48. Fuck, man. This one is... As much as this one aches me to say, because the team he played for, you know, is irrelevant to me, Danny Breer. Danny Breer. You know, Flyers legend. A couple of teams he played for that I can't... Because he he spent a good majority... The highlight of his career was spent over in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, I should say. Philadelphia. I said Tyler Kennedy. So did... I was about to say Tyler Kennedy. Yeah, so did I. I, I don't think Kennedy. he quite compares to Danny Breer, or the other one that I said is close to Danny Breer being Scott, Scott Young. Young. Yeah, I don't. I don't um, think Tyler Kennedy quite quite compares to those two. Yeah. Yeah. No, obviously, love so, Tyler Kennedy. I have a signed jersey by Tyler Kennedy. Number forty nine. I honestly said forty nine because I love the last name Brian Savage. Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, there's, there's, I got like, I think I looked it up in the, the history of the NHL. Only like a hundred players have worn the number forty nine. Wow. Really? Yeah. And the same with number fifty. Like, Number so, nobody wants to wear. 50. Yeah, it's it. So did you guys, it was a tie between two for so, my fifty. All right, for so, me it was a gimme. It was what, a gimme. I said Corey Crawford. Yep. I did Corey Crawford. I was saying Corey Crawford, but I also had uh, Antoine Vermette too. Yeah, Antoine yep. Vermette. Why do I? I'm not too familiar with that name for some reason. I don't know why. But older. Like, it's is it old, like older. older? I, want, I want to say it. I want to say Antoine Vermette is like Tony Esposito era. Yeah, it could be. Um, How do you spell the last name? I can. I got it. Okay. So a lot of the ones that we agreed on that were pretty much gimmies were what Peter Statsny, Steve Duchesne, Marc Andre Fleury, Marty Brodeur, Cujo or Carey Price, Patrick Waugh. Oh wow. Uh, Tony Esposito, yeah. uh, Dominic Hasek, Henrik Zetterberg, Craig Anderson. We pretty much all agreed on. Chris Pronger, Bernier, and Krejci. We all all agreed on. Ant- Antoine Vermette was picked up in, by Ottawa in two thousand. Um, so it's not that old. No, I thought he was older. He um, might be thinking of somebody different. Yeah. He was picked 55th overall in 2000. Uh, he played for Victoriaville. Spent some time hmm. with, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say that's the team that Philip Deneau came from as well. Okay. Uh, wow, he was kind of galchenyuking it. Uh, spent first four years of his hockey career in the QMJHL, uh, spent some time in the AHL, got drafted by Ottawa, spent five years in Ottawa, then from there went to Columbus, then from there went to Phoenix, then from there went to Chicago, then from there went to Anaheim, and he ended his career in 2018 in Anaheim. Damn. So, not bad. Yeah, this this one we we I think we flew through this one just about as quick as we did with the last one. There are a couple more debatable ones here, but there were a lot of ones that were kind of gimmies. I don't know what yeah, in these numbers. I want to see what his stats are because 
1,046 games played. Wow. 228 goals, 287 assists, and 515 points. Wow. That's not awful. Oh, not at all. All right, moving on to our final topic. Every week, the score predictions from last week. On Sunday, we had a game for versus San Jose and Vancouver. San Jose. Final score of that game. Four to three San sorry, four to three Vancouver in overtime. So everybody is getting at least one point, but Jeffy is getting two because he gets the score differential correctly. Oh nice. So everybody else gets one point, Jeffy gets two for that. Monday, we had Toronto versus Detroit. Final score was four to two Toronto. Jeffy guessed four to two Toronto. Let's go. Uh, other, I mean, I'm the only other one getting a point because I also said Toronto, but Jeffy gets three points because he guessed the score exactly correctly. Eat a cock. And Kyle gets one for guessing Toronto winning correctly. Tuesday, we had Nashville and Anaheim. Uh, nobody had faith in Anaheim to win this game, and we are all wrong, or all right, because Nashville won 2-1. to one. Nobody guessed the score differential correctly, but everybody's getting a point for guessing Nashville to win the game. And finally, on Saturday, this game what just ended about, what, an hour and a half ago? Vegas and Detroit. Uh, it was bad. Final score, 4-1 to one, Vegas. So the only one getting a point is Boba, who gets Vegas to win. Hey! You said 4-3 to three in a shootout, but yeah, and you, you guessed the, the winner correctly, so that is still worth one point. So that brings Kyle up to 18, Jeffy up to 15, Bobo up to 16 and Ethan up to 16. Ooh. Wow. Ah, so we got a close race. So it's, it's getting close. Jeffy, Jeffy got up big time with that, yeah, that exact score prediction. So. All right, we're going to choose our new games, and we'll be right back with you. All righty. Going off to our games of the week. I have this week. I have the start of the week with Monday. St. Louis Blues at 11-13-0 versus at, or I should say at, the New York Rangers, 11-10-5. Give me the Blues. Three to one. Three to one, St. Louis? Yes. Jeffy, who do you have for that game? I'm going to go the Rangers. Four, three, overtime. Ooh. Ethan. Give me the Rangers. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be more of a blowout. Well, I don't know if you really count it as a blowout, but a shutout. Less uh, three nothing. This one's tougher than you think. I mean, well, I just don't. Do mind. I want to vote for Jordan Binning bitch or the New York Rangers? Yeah, I just came up with that on the spot. By the way, you're welcome. I'm going go with the Rangers. Um, I'm going to say 3-1 Rangers. Both are 3-1 St. Louis. I'm saying 3-1 Rangers. Okay, moving on to Tuesday. I believe Jeffy chose this Tuesday, one. Tuesday, December 6th. Toronto taking on the Dallas Stars. Toronto, 15-6-5-6. Dallas, 14-6-4. I'm going to go Toronto 3-1. Um, to 3-1 Toronto? Yep. Oh. Um, I'm going to go Dallas 4-2. Really? Yes. I'm going to go Dallas 4-2. Ethan. Man, this is kind of tough. 
It is tougher. Two uh, really good teams this year. Yeah. I'm going to say Toronto 4-3 regulation. I'm going to say... I don't know, both, both goaltenders are, are pretty hot. Matt Murray's honestly been pretty yeah. hot ever since he came back, and Jake Ottinger is Jake Ottinger. Um, so I'm going to say this is going to be a lower scoring. I'm going to say 2-1 to one, Toronto. Okay. In regulation. All right, Tuesday. Ethan, your game. Yeah, so I had the Chicago Blackhawks versus the New Jersey Devils. Chicago being 7-12-4. and four. Jersey being twenty four and one. Ah, uh, I'm gonna say, give me Jersey five no five one. Five one Jersey, wow. Yeah, they're they're freaking, they're freaking incredible. This I year. it was not I I will say this now. I've already just going back thinking about my standings where I had them. I underestimated New Jersey. Oh, I did too. I, I, think all, I think all of us had New Jersey in the bottom two, bottom three. I have most of us, yeah. Um, New Jersey, Chicago. I'm obviously going to say New Jersey. Um, I don't think it's going to be quite that much of a blowout. I'm going to say more like a 4-2 to two game, New Jersey. Jeff? I'm going to say give me the Devils 4-1. to 4-1? to one. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm going to be the Ottoman out like I went to Vegas. Chicago, 3-2, regulation. Okay. And finally, the game I chose, an oddball game kind of here. We have Dallas in here again, but this time taking on Ottawa. Which is a team I'm not 100% sure if we have featured Ottawa yet in this, this little we, segment we've been doing. We may, we may have. I don't, I don't remember. remember. There's definitely a couple teams I don't think we've even touched, but it's only, what, the fifth week now we've yeah. done this? Yep. But uh, yeah, Ottawa and Dallas. Ottawa being 10, 13, and one. Dallas being 14, six, and four. And wow. Those are going to change a little bit here in the next next couple days of the games that they play. Um, you know what? I'm feeling an off game for Dallas. I'm going Ottawa with this one. I'm I'm feeling feeling risky with this one. I'm going four to three in overtime. Ooh. My first overtime. I say four three O T T O T. Jeffy. I, I'm gonna go with the stars. Um three the one. Three to one. Bobo. Oh boy. Am I gonna be the decision maker or is it either gonna make the tiebreaker is a big question. I'm gonna well, hurry up so you can figure it out. <laughs> I'm gonna go Ottawa. Two to one regulation. I thought it was gonna be the only one who chose Ottawa. I am actually also going to pick Ottawa. Ooh, really? Jeffy, the oddball out. I'm going to pick Ottawa, but it's going to be 3-2 to two in a shootout. So you're saying that one's First going shootout. all the way? First and last shootout. So just a quick recap again. Kyle currently in lead at 18. Bobo in a close second with 16. Ethan also at 16. Jeffy making a little bit of a comeback, putting himself at 15. Jeffy. So we are all within three points of each other. Still Jeffy. ahead of you. <laughs> I don't even watch hockey. I mean, Jeffy, put up, Jeffy put up the most points this week at six. Kyle and Bubble put up three, and Ethan only put up two. I said that one with the Toronto, the Toronto game kind of helped me there. Yeah, it did. High five. So, all right, boys. As always, this has been your weekly episode of the Buckbuster Podcast. We do the same spiel every week, and guess what? I'm doing it again. I don't care. Sue me. 
if you're not already following us on Facebook, Twitter, soon to be Instagram, soon well, to be Patreon, really, YouTube. Really, what else am I missing? You said soon to be Twitter. We already have a Twitter. I said soon to be Instagram. Oh, I thought you said soon to yes. be Twitter. Following us on Facebook, Twitter. Now you made me lose my train of thought. If you're not already following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or soon to be Instagram. On all of our socials. Yeah. Join our Facebook group as well. Yes, join our Facebook group. It's fun. Snapchat. We post it, post our weekly episode on there in case so you don't miss it. We post it on Twitter every week in case you miss it. Occasional tw- uh, uh, tweet, yeah. Occasional vlog or fun fun video challenge here on YouTube. Again, soon to be Patreon, which that is still currently in the works. You know, we, we just want to take our time with it. We want to make sure we get know exactly how it is going to work before we, we launch it. But, uh, yeah. If you guys enjoyed the episode, as always, favorite it, like it, tweet us what you thought, Facebook us what you thought. And, uh, yeah, that's all, boys. We'll catch you guys later. Bye. Peace Bye. Out.